Welcome to another episode of the Chad Brady Show. We're sitting here in the Mothership Studio 22. This is our farewell episode to this, this Studio 22. We're, new, we're moving into a bigger, better, more efficient, more air-conditioned, roomier, just more awesome Studio 22. And it's amazing to me, Puppet Master Mark, that as you have driven this ship around now, we're yeah. nine, ten months we've been in this this thing, and I love this oh, wow. room. It's great. People have grown so accustomed to this set that they're getting pissed off when they're mm-hmm. seeing pictures that I'm posting of the, the new Studio 22 mm-hmm. being built. They're not as impressed as we are because to them, this studio has become part of the podcast. I mean, they're watching this yeah. thing and it's like – they, and they've also said if Silent Herbert doesn't go, they're out. Like they're go, they're not going to be there Crazy. unless Silent Herbert is – So we got to – remind me, we need to talk to Dita We got to get Silent Herbert somewhere. Somewhere in there. Maybe hang over the bar. Maybe. Maybe. You There's never a know. place for Herbert. Herbert, don't worry about it. You still have that deer in the head. That's the face he was making when he died right there. <laughs> Hasn't changed. We got to take the head with us, and we got to take Eisenhower's helmet that he got shot with. Yeah. You know what sucks as a man? Losing your hair. Losing your hair. I had to get a little hair treatment. I did. I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm not discreet about it at all. I'm with you guys. Let me tell you something. If you want to get yourself fixed up in the hair department, let me give you a little education. There are two hair treatment products that are approved by the FDA that help you control this chemical in your body. It's a hormone, DHT. The problem is the older you get, your DHT is going to get smaller, and that's what triggers your hair falling out. You guys know what I'm talking about. Now listen, DHT, if you can increase that, it's going to trigger regrowth in a percentage of you guys. You're going to get your hair back. And if you're losing your hair and you still have some hair, guess what? It's going to stop falling out. So here's the thing. Those two products that you can get that have the DHT in it, they're extremely expensive and you had to go to the doctor in order to get them. Well, I'm here to give you some good news because there's a company called Keeps Keeps.com that's going to offer generic versions of those two approved hair products. So not only are they up to 90% effective, they are 100% totally affordable. See, with Keeps, you can keep your hair without ever leaving your couch. All you got to do, you go online, go to Keeps.com, you answer a few questions, you got to snap a couple of pictures of your head, show them your hair, and a licensed doctor is going to review the info and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. And then guess what? They're going to ship it right to your door. You don't even have to turn the television off. It's going to come right to your door. And discreetly, by the way, if you're one of those secretive kind of guys. So I got you a deal. Go to Keeps.com, K-E-E-P-S.com slash action. You're going to get a free online doctor consult, and you're going to get your first month of hair treatments free. Keeps.com slash action. You hear me? Keep your hair. Keeps.com slash Slash action. Hot news, Natalie. You can come to the new studio as well. I appreciate it. I don't understand why everybody online suddenly is an interior decorator and an expert on how sets need to be built. I mean, God forbid the couch is turned around backwards. Well, why is it like that? What part of under construction do you not understand? (laughs) Good 
God. Sarah Gonzalez, the news and why it matters. Did you go through that? Were you posting pictures when they built your new set? Yes. And people were pissed. Very. Like, because you went from, like, okay, so my studio space is your old studio space. Yes. They're building on top of where the news and why it matters used to be. And that was a very bright. Very, very bright. Studio. Yes. And we went from bright to dark. And you went to very dark. Mm -hmm. Like, I like being in that bright because I'm wearing the hat and lighting with the hat is impossible. I will also say the people liked you in the bright, too, because we can't see my eyes. The people are very mad that they cannot see. They can only see Chad Prather's teeth on my show. (laughs) But you know how much I don't care? I know. Like, I I love just kind of being dark and mysterious and screaming on your show. Yeah. The ladies don't enjoy it as well. Yeah. The ladies want to see all your sexiness. What'd you say? The ladies want to see all your sexiness. (sighs) <sighs> I don't think it fits on one camera. I don't think we got a studio big enough around here. Do you know this is the biggest soundstage? Studio One over there is the biggest soundstage between New York and L.A. Glenn Beck only does it big. I'm coming for you, Beck. Mm-hmm. I heard Glenn Beck's going to quit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fill in for him. I'm taking his job. Coming for you, Beck. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't hear that. Glenn Beck will never quit. <laughs> the world hadn't ended yet. He can't quit. <laughs> He's but got, it is ending soon. He's got oh, eight to ten more predictions. Delivering the goods. Yesterday, he was on it. Get on the microphone if you're going to talk, party uh, pal. He was, it was into the world yesterday <laughs> with the truck drivers. Yeah. You know, we're shortage of truck drivers and supplies stop and all that kind of stuff. So I want to celebrate us. And by the way, our lovely, my favorite human being <laughs> on the planet, Michelle Krennic, our chiropractor, back to life chiropractic mm. michelle krennic dr michelle krennic who's the one who who brought steve back from the dead <laughs> literally revived back him. to life yeah welcome we have mixed feelings about the that, studio michelle. <laughs> michelle and i met we met oddly enough you live in fort worth oddly enough we met in nashville tennessee we did yeah oh. uh you were with some people and and they recognized me they did they said i know you and you said you do I was like, of course you do. <laughs> I don't think yeah, that's, that's quite my, how it That's went. my narrative. Okay. That's my truth. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's how it went. right? Yeah. yeah. Just like that. And you were like, it's not him. And then you were like, yeah, it is. And then we made out and you knew it was me. Yeah. Was perfect. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love you so much. I'm glad you're here. I love you. Thank Everybody you. Everybody needs to go, Crow- uh, I'm sorry, Colleyville, <laughs> not Crowley. Uh, Colleyville, Texas is where mm-hmm. your new clinic is. Back to life. Yes. Chiropractic. And uh, let her... I was going to say something that makes you mad. She hates I when I say popping or cracking. Mm-hmm. You don't like that. Adjustments. Very Adjustments. good. Wow. See? Yeah. I've educated him well. Yeah. Steve's been going every day for two weeks. I mean, he's probably perfectly <laughs> fine and healed, but he's still going to let you touch on him. I'm <laughs> never going to stop. Yeah. Do you? Do people, a lot of times, I'm always so nervous to go to the chiropractor. Like, I don't like. I don't like the anticipation. I don't like the sounds. I don't like any of it. Do you get a lot of people like that, or am I just a big baby? Just a big baby. Oh, no, I'm no. just kidding. There are a lot of people, but the sound is, you know, I mean, you can do that yourself. It doesn't mean anything's happening. So when I adjust you, I'm being specific about something. Yeah. I can't hurt you. Yeah. People get, a, people get, a, they give chiropractic medicine a lot of grief. Mm-hmm. And I don't it's think true. that anybody gives y'all grief as much as other chiropractors. <laughs> like like there's so true. much tension within the practice of chiropractic medicine, isn't there? Yes, there like is. Everybody has their method and their philosophy. We are all different. So that's where the problem yeah. is. Yeah, because y'all have no standards. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about how much better your bowel movements have gotten, yeah. Steve. Are from, you pooping from adjusting? Yes. Michelle got like you crazy. regular? I'm everything. No <laughs> My sex life has like tripled. It's insane. Steve, that ain't possible. I've been trying to drip. How many times you wouldn't leave the house? <laughs> uh, 
literally Michelle's just booked up. <laughs> got the kinks out. I got the kinks out of everything. Yeah. Well, that is my message. Chiropractic is about more than pain, so okay. it's about erection. <laughs> it's about erections. GetRoman.com. Don't forget, GetRoman.com. This episode brought to you by GetRoman.com. Well, now Michelle is officially booked. Like, nobody yeah. can get in to see her for months just so, because okay, of that. So, she, you had a practice in San Antonio. I did for nine years. Nine years. And then you had a practice over in, in the DFW. Was it Arlington? No, I actually worked at Parker University. Okay. But you got on an airplane every week. And I you did. flew down to San Antonio. And I was like, good God, girl, how are you doing all that? I mean, I travel a lot, but dang, the monotony of that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just it's I, I saw those people for nine years, so yeah. I saw their kids graduate middle school, high school, go to college, so they were part of my family. So yeah. I just wanted to transition out of that the best way. Well, the beautiful thing is you've got a new practice. Mm-hmm. You've got a great practice. It's a beautiful facility. And the back to life in Colleyville, it's right here at DFW. I mean, that's as central mm-hmm. as it gets. So if you're in DFW area and you, you want to go to the chiropractor, go see my girl. <laughs> Thank you. Come see Maybe me. we can just set up a bed <laughs> She's in, done it. in the new studio. I've seen it. <laughs> in the new studio. We should start having Botox parties. <laughs> How about that? Uh, yes. <laughs> I used to do that in my office down in Burleson. We would have uh, the guy come in and we would have Botox parties. We'd have lines down the street. These ladies wanting to come in there and get yes. the cement in their face. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Put it in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my favorite words, Put puppet. it in. Master. <laughs> puppet. Puppet. <laughs> that sounded like a little pet name right there. I've enjoyed yeah. my time in the studio. And I want to talk about a couple of things before we get out of this studio. A couple of random things I want y'all's thoughts on. First of all, he's been in the headlines a lot lately. I want to talk about Jerry Nadler's pants. Okay? Gerald... Nadler. Mm. Jerry Nadler. Do you know who Jerry Nadler is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just just the Nadler. Okay, first of all, Nadler. What, hey, if, Nadler. what if I married him? Natalie so, Nadler. Natalie Nadler. <laughs> if you married him, I would kill you <laughs> and hide the body somewhere. This guy, he's five foot three. Five foot yes. three. All right, so he had a little surgery a few years ago, and he lost 100 pounds. Now, he lost 100 pounds, and he's still fat ass. And he's five foot three. So this guy was a lot of a lot of person. Well, he still has this big humpty dumpty thing going on in his fuda, right? <laughs> and so, <laughs> party time, mom, stay horned. Fuda is that like the male version of a fupa? Fupa, yeah. Okay, great, that's a fatty upper great D job. area <laughs> versus the fatty upper P area. So I'm saying it as clean as I can say it, mom. I'll go to church Sunday, but now you've learned the word, mom. So anyway, he's got this massive Humpty Fuda, mm-hmm. and he pulls the pants all the way like it acts as titty support, as well as holding his belly in place. The man puts his pants right here. He's five foot three, and he's four foot eleven of pants. Right. It's sounds ridiculous, like a, Natalie. Sounds like a Pentecostal pastor, I know. Yeah, I'm like, how is anybody supposed to take you seriously? We got to put a picture up. I mean, yeah. a picture has to go up of this. Yeah, uh, Candice will put one up there. But yeah. Nadler's pants, like sometimes I see pictures of him and I'm like, that ain't real. Somebody photoshopped that. And here he comes walking, you know, like he's all and he's all about impeaching Trump and all that uh-huh. stuff. And I'm like, somebody needs to put Humpty Dumpty back on the wall. Let him fall. Because good Lord have mercy. He's a mean little elf. He is. You're an angry elf. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stand people. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I mean, it's like, how do we? How are we supposed to take you seriously? Right. I don't understand it. I just don't understand it. Do you notice though? Like anybody opinion? Got an opinion on Nadler's pants? Because I'm about to move on. <laughs> I mean, I share your I share yeah, your sentiment I that he is. I, I know it could be a subluxated pelvis though. Well, I just yeah. is he, <laughs> there we go. Is he the is he the one that's gay? I don't think so. Is he married? Because you would I, think if he was married, he would have a wife who's like, who would sweetheart, could you just not with the pants? I, I just read something recently. You don't recently want that on the outside of the pants either. That. No, because if he's gay, that's definitely going to be fixed. That's true. There's his partner no would way. Be like, mm. like, yeah, his no partner way. would be like, the, the, no. the male gay community would not allow that. They to won't exist. let it know. And that's, no way. that's support. Can you see Nadler clubbing? <laughs> Like at the, at the discotheque, you know, out there. At the gay one? <laughs> yeah, and Natler's out there doing the robot and stuff. I'm into it. Yeah, in a glory hole. Anyway, Mom! Sexy. Yeah. You ever seen one of those? A glory hole? Yeah. And just in movies. Just in movies, yeah. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen one. I've seen them. Like, created how, it. How, how up close? <laughs> I mean, like, I didn't poke my eye out or anything. <laughs> but, yeah, I've seen him. Kind of freaked me out. The weird truck stop. <laughs> truck stop, diner, video store. Ah. It's a weird kind of place. Mm. Yeah. Glory hole. Glory hole. Mm. Mm-hmm. Did you know you can go online and there's, like, glory hole maps across America? <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't believe you. Find. Yeah. Wow. I've heard. Is there an app? <laughs> glory hole app? <laughs> glory That's what it's hole called, app. app. You're an app hole. <laughs> <laughs> glory hole. We're going downhill quick. It's part of time. Listen, <laughs> I'm fired up today. I'm fired up. The world's gone crazy. Donald Trump's been impeached. He's out. Right. It's done. Mike Pence is the president. Trump is headed down to the border in California to inspect his wall. They're building 14 miles of new wall along the San Diego-Tijuana border. And uh, this is exciting stuff. It's exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but do you notice, I want you all to notice two things going on in, in, in this news cycle right now. Because I tweeted out the other day, I said, you know, my, my philosophy, my motto in life is always the issue is never the issue. So even if, if you're having a fight with your spouse the issue's never the issue. Mm-hmm. Like whatever they're mad at, that ain't what, what, that what they're saying is not what they're really mad at. It, the issue is really people have a problem is a deeper issue. So when it comes to the mainstream media, if they're focusing on something, it's because these days they've become such fake news that they're trying to distract you mm-hmm. from something else. So right now, the main thing is talking about Brett Kavanaugh and how back when he was in college, someone pushed his penis into a woman's hand while everybody was drunk. I don't know how that happens. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> How how do you push a penis, Steve? Yeah, Steve. Someone how? else's. Well, there's a song about <laughs> it. Push it real good. Push it real good. Uh, I don't uh, think that's what uh, they're uh, talking like, uh, about at all. But but everybody, this is this is what the news is talking about. This is what all the major news outlets they're talking about. Brett Kavanaugh having his penis pushed into a, a woman's hand. Even now, even though the woman. Doesn't, doesn't recall remember. it, has no right. recollection. We're supposed to there's believe no, all women until the woman says it didn't happen. There's no corroboration. The mm-hmm. author, so there's a new book that can, is coming out about this whole thing, these allegations. And basically, we know all about Christine Blasey Ford and her thing. And she was a proven liar. Mm-hmm. 
And then you had all these underlying accusations that were out there that really didn't get the attention because these people didn't come forward. And the reason they didn't come forward is because right. they didn't have a story. They didn't have anything to corroborate the story. They had no evidence for it. And Blasey Ford, even her attorney came out recently and said the reason that she was doing it is because she's so passionate about abortion that she was doing it in order to stop him from getting in there out of this fear that Roe v. Wade was going to be turned over. So that in and of itself is an admission of a political means right. in order to unseat this guy or, or stop his confirmation. Well, plus her childhood best friend, Blasey Ford's childhood best friend, Leland Keezer, in this same book, she also says uh, that Ford and her allies pressured Leland Keezer into changing her testimony because she said that she didn't recall it happening. Yeah. So they pressured her to change her testimony. I wonder why. I know. Now, when we watched live, when we watched the Christine Blasey Ford, we both, Jade and I, we were sitting in a hotel room. We were watching this thing. And Jade, who's a nurse practitioner, she goes, she's on a benzodiazepine. Mm-hmm. She's drugged up. And you watch her and you're like, oh, yeah, this, this, she's, a, she's cooped out. I mean, mm-hmm. she's just not all there, right? And that's not to be mean. It's just you're looking at this thing and you're like, yeah, something here is not 100%. Mm-hmm. We all knew that. And then it came out. It wasn't at all. It was 0%. So what the authors of this book are now saying is that they put a disclaimer in the book, but the editors took it out. That's what they're doing. They're throwing the editor under the bus and saying, well, we put a disclaimer in there that there was no proof to anything we're saying in the book, but the editor took it out. So the mainstream media is trying to get you to look at Brett Kavanaugh's penis. So what are they hiding? (laughs) I mean, if they'll go so far and that's like, okay, the issue isn't the issue. The issue isn't the issue. So it's such a wild story. I mean, how can you not look at Brett Kavanaugh's penis? Right. Right. First of all, he's at the frat party. Picture his weenies out and they push it into this woman's hand. His friends do. Boom. Logistical questions about that. Yeah, there's a lot of logistics, like the physics and just the geometry of that. I don't know how it works. I mean, that's that's really putting a, a round peg in a square hole. Uh huh. But I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to figure out. You're like, you gotta. That's like shooting an arrow into a target and then shooting another arrow right into the back of the arrow so it sticks. You know, do it all Robin Hood style, which is like a one in a million thing. And uh, it's like hitting a hole in one, like just the logistics of that. There's got to be it's kind of a mathematical non-entity because it's a game of chance here that, that you can push someone's penis and it lands in a hand. Mm-hmm. Right? I've just never been to the right party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, we practice for this. You're around. So we've gotten good at it. We're expert penis pushers. People, people. Hey, listen, we're going out with a bang here in the studio. Uh, but what are they trying to deflect from? Sarah. I want your opinion on this. What do you think they're trying to deflect our attention from? Uh, possibly, I don't know, Ilan Omar and the, the rest of the squad always going out saying ridiculous things. Now you've got the latest scandal with Ilan Omar. Mm-hmm. Maybe she married her brother, committed immigration fraud, you know, just minor yeah. details. Yeah. Uh, or anytime Trump is doing something good. Yeah. Right. Anytime things are, are going in Trump's favor, we've always got to change the narrative to make Republicans sound evil because now we're saying impeach Kavanaugh and impeach Trump. Mm-hmm. Not quite sure how we got to that conclusion with absolutely no corroborating evidence, but yeah. here we are. Yeah. Steve, do you have, a, I like that. And I got a point I want to make about that because I agree. Steve, have you got a thought on that? What they're that's trying exactly to That's exactly what I was going to say. I'm sure. It's exactly like, like that's that. That's why it's so hard Weird. to sit next to Sarah because she kind of says everything I'm thinking. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's like they're one. Well, if they put their heads together, it would sound like a bowling alley. (laughs) 
Are you going to take that for us? <laughs> Michelle, you got a thought on that? You want to come out and talk about the news cycles at all? I do not. Do you want to bleed the fifth? She's like, I accept, I accept all patients. <laughs> I accept all patients, Republican or, yeah, Republican exactly. or Democrat. Yeah, you, you don't have to take, you, you, you can stay nonpartisan, okay? <laughs> Natalie, you got a thought on that? I do. My, I still go back to the the debates and what a I feel like a train wreck that debate was. That's personally how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. You see that now you hear about, you know, Elizabeth Warren moving up in the polls and mm-hmm. boy, if that happens, we're really dealing with socialism. But I feel like the overall to me, the debate was a big joke. I didn't take, I, I feel like a lot of America didn't take a lot of that seriously. And so maybe this is a, for me, they okay, try so to, let's they talk try about- to, this, Move on. Oh, by the way, this episode's about guns. Everybody watches episodes about guns. Uh, we're not really talking about guns, but guns, 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 guns. That seems to be the algorithm right now. Our, all of our guns. I and, told. I told. I told Candice Candice. I said, no matter what, put guns in the title. Yeah. Because if guns are in the title, that's why Graham Allen has been so mm-hmm. successful. He can talk about abortion. He can talk about guns. Graham Allen knows nothing else. That's it. He is a two chord trick right there. That's all he can do. Every thumbnail. I, I feel like Biden was a mess. In that. Okay, so I feel like he was an. Emo- I feel like he was a wreck. Did you hear his newest gaffe? Gaffe number thirty thousand that he just said the other day about how uh, it, you know <sighs> if you can get a tax break for a horse, <sighs> then you know why can't we? Because he was talking about putting women back to work, and he said that if we do this and this blah blah blah, it'll put <sighs> seven hundred and twenty million women back in the workforce. There's only 330 million people in the He's, country, but somewhere he found 720 million right. American women. What's well, all the illegals that are going to come? Out of it. <laughs> yeah. He's just, he's that's just that's accounting for that. I think he was really uh, that, talking about 720 billion dollars back into. I mean, maybe so, but confused. a gaffe is a gaffe is a gaffe. Yeah. I mean, Joe got the, confused. Yeah. I mean, no. I mean, he never says things correctly, and he also never finishes a sentence, which bugs me. Like, finish a damn sentence, dude. Well, but he, hey, Corn Pop was a bad dude. Corn Pop ran a gang of bad boys. If your teeth fall out in mid-sentence, you tend to stop. <laughs> it's God's way of telling you to shut up. All right. Like God's trying to save you from yourself. Here, let me help you. I do also love in the debates when they're like, your time is up. He's like, okay, I'll stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else doesn't want to stop. Continues. Continues. Everybody else like, no, I have more to say, but by Okay, no, my time's no, up. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> we get <Scene>. back in. <laughs> so... But look at the debate topics, okay? We've talked about reparations, mm-hmm. we've t- which is ignorant. Loan, student loan debt. See, here's my solution. Somewhere out there, there's got to be an American scientist that create a time machine and will send the reparations back to the newly emancipated <laughs> slaves. Hmm. And we'll send AOC to take it and be a face-to-face representative. But we do not put a return button on this thing. You leave her. <laughs> you leave her in 1867. Back to the future. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. She can hang out with Mike J. Fox. I will help fund. Yes. <laughs> I will help fund yes. this endeavor. I bet he makes a great martini. Oh, God. Bacon, mustard. <laughs> No, he did. Anyway, but you've had reparations. Mm-hmm. We've talked about, we have talked about, this is the most <laughs> offensive episode we've ever done. Don't pick on Michael J. Fox. <laughs> I know. Well, you ever seen his autograph? Uh, oh the uh, <laughs> So they've talked about basic universal income. Right. Andrew Yang wants to give $1,000 $1, to everybody every month. Right. They have talked about um, free Medicare, Medicare for all, free mm-hmm. health care. They have talked about what else? Um, 
uh, free education. Yes. Getting rid of everybody's college debt. debt. Mm-hmm. So it's this crazy stuff. But mm-hmm. notice that, I mean, it's free stuff, free stuff, free, free stuff. Free abortions now even. And abortions mm-hmm. and women's rights. They've talked about climate change. They've talked about all this crazy stuff. Remember, remember, we say it over and over on this show. There's no such thing as government funded. It's tax funded. Okay, so there's nothing free. We've established that. Everybody with common sense knows that. Mm -hmm. But they haven't said anything about the economy. Current. Current economy. Current economy. You can't debate that. You can't debate the economy because it's too dang good. Right. So to do that, you got to give credit to Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And they're just not going to do that. Because what are they going to do to make this economy better? You can't make it any better. It's astronomically great. It's Mm -hmm. phenomenal. So if they were to go into that debate, because let's face it, people have always voted according to their pocketbooks. I wish they didn't. I wish people voted for moral reasons. I do. Mm -hmm. You know, I've always been pro-life, so I I don't care what – I mean, I'm pro-life. Period. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I've never registered with a party, but I'm going to vote pro-life. That's my basis. That's your biggest issue? That's my – yes, my basis. Always has been my entire life as long as I've been old enough to have an opinion on that thing. So, you know, and I got five kids, so obviously I believe in conception quite a bit. And I got a vasectomy, so I can put this stuff anywhere. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) It's so liberating! Uh, I, I, I'm fascinated that, like, this is the first election that I can remember where the economy has not been a major platform for a single Mm -hmm. candidate. Why? Because it's so dang good. Mm -hmm. It's so dang good. And I'm telling you, if you vote Democrat in 2020 with these people who are wanting to give you all this free stuff, Mm -hmm. it is going to destroy a good economy. Anybody that's got a basic understanding of economics would understand that. Anybody. And you got Ocasio-Cortez talking about the Green New Deal, which is the most ludicrous thing that's out there. And, you know, got to get rid of the farting cows. We got to do high speed trains. We got to get rid of all carbon emissions. No more cars, no more airplanes. You, know, you got to get on your private jet and go talk about Didn't this. Didn't you just say Florida's g- gone mm-hmm. here pretty soon? Florida. Florida's gone. Gone. Florida. Florida's gone. It was always California, but now Florida. Barack and Mike Obama, they bought a house out on the outer banks of uh, Martha's <laughs> Vineyard. It's supposed to be underwater in 11 years. They got a $14 million house, $25 million in insurance on this sucker. Bad investment. Eight bedrooms. It doesn't make sense. I mean, they've been preaching it. Michelle Obama, uh, I'll call her Mike. She's been out doing, she's got this tour she's doing in Newark. Yep. She's selling $5,000 for two tickets. You got to buy two tickets if it's VIP. You can't just Mm -hmm. buy one. $2,500 a piece. The nosebleeds or $100 a piece, so much for income equality and taking care of the little man. Sounds I mean, like she's anti-single people. <laughs> she is so anti-binary. Yes. Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, it's just the hypocrisy is funny, mm-hmm. and everybody still wants to go back to some hot mic moment where 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 Donald Trump says he's going to grab him in the pee, and he's done that. And he, of course he is. He's a celebrity. He's a billionaire playboy. Of course. I mean, do you th- honestly think no, he Donald said Trump— they let you. They let you. And, and he's right. He they is do. right. He is 100% right. And that is, right. And that is consent. Hey, That's like, right. Sir. Imagine back in the day, Pimp Daddy Donald is out there behind the velvet rope with champagne bottle service. Everybody wants him at the party because he's the Don. He's back there sitting in the VIP and these girls are wearing shorty shorts and the skirty skirts and the whole thing. Oh, come on. Ask you Steve, want he can him to be I was that man. Say, I'll let him touch my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Flick me, Don. Flick I'm me. telling you. 
They wanted him to be that man. They loved yep. him being that man until all of a sudden he wasn't their man anymore. And now it's like, oh, this guy's a piece. No, 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 no. Do you realize? Wait, wait, let me make this one point, and then you can go. Yeah. Do you realize? Do you know who has benefited more than anyone else from a Donald Trump presidency? Minorities. Mm-hmm. Yes. Me. You don't have to raise your hand. You're a POC. You I know. I'm, I'm raising my hand. Yes, it's me. Yeah. Me. Minorities, uh, blacks. Unemployment numbers are at record yeah. lows. Mm-hmm. We're in the workforce, which apparently, I guess, is supposed to be a bad thing. Yeah. Donald Trump has done more for minorities than any other group of people. Criminal justice. Yeah, uh, prison reform. Yeah, criminal justice reform. That's been huge. Mm-hmm. I had a, I had a lady. I had a lady just today ask me how, as a person of color, my last name's Gonzalez, I could actually support President Trump because he encourages okay. he encourages shooting people like me. Yeah. I was like, how can you have that so backwards? Did you see the the interview online? They were kind of doing a man on the street thing, and this girl was interviewing. I can't think of her name. Uh, She was interviewing people out there, and this one black lady said, we got 30 million gun deaths a year in this country. What? (laughs) I mean, you just make it up. Just make it up. 30 million gun deaths a year. Where's my AR-15? Oh, gosh. I took it home. Uh the one thing I think the Republicans are kind of messing up right now, they should be really focusing on health care and get that. That should be the forefront. Get a plan and put that as because the economy is doing itself. It's taking care of itself. And um, so Trump doesn't have to get out there that much. He needs to he needs a plan. That is true. Look they promised being for a long time. Smart. That was no, a great it's the adjustments. Yeah. That's, it's sitting next to Sarah. She's or it's sitting next to the chiropractor. It's the adjustments. It's the adjustments. The adjustments. Uh, it increases blood flow yep. to the we brain. Nothing really on healthcare. <laughs> Can you hear him? I do. It's it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's like a we got to the last Mark's episode the in the studio. Yeah. So You're the welcome. problem with healthcare, I've said it for two and a half years now, is they it was a fixed election. Hillary Clinton was going to be the president. Period. Everybody knew it. It was fixed. It was bought and paid for. They got Bernie out of the thing. Read Donna Brazil's excerpts. Mm-hmm. Read it from her book. It was a done deal. She purchased it. She bought the DNC. $4 million because they were bankrupt. It was a done deal. The Republicans knew it. Everybody knew it. That's why after eight years, they knew Obamacare was here to stay. ACA wasn't going to go away. So they did not have a plan. Mm-hmm. And their little feeble plan that they did try to put in place in order to repeal Obamacare and put something else, the one John McCain voted down mm-hmm. after running on a platform that no matter what, he would vote to repeal Obamacare. Megan McCain just followed me on Twitter. She's got a little cowboy crush. Hmm, yeah, she keeps retweeting me. You're welcome. Okay. Really? Well, they've had three years to fix the plan. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if I like it or not. With a plan. They have. Where's it at? They've had three She's years. Well, and mm-hmm. I will say, not to be critical of Trump, but taking away the individual mandate, taking away the penalty for uh, not having health insurance is the worst thing that you could do to this current system. The mm-hmm. absolute worst thing you could do. Because then only sick people are going to purchase insurance on their own. And then you've got a whole nother set of problems because that's just going to make the, the cost rise even more. Yeah. Interesting take on that, Sarah. I mean, I am a health insurance broker. I don't mean yeah. to brag. Yeah. I, I have my license you, in two you know. states. That's right. Two states. Do you? Yeah. But he can't, he can't back that supposed- up. He also I can't back it up. I'm just saying you shouldn't be forced to. I agree with you. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. I agree with you. I'm just saying if you take away the individual mandate, you got to take the whole thing away. You can't oh. take one away and leave the other. She I said, agree they, with you. Sorry. She said the under the works. current system. Can we right. retract that last statement? <laughs> yeah, but the editors are going to take it out. So um, it, it's it's the that's the deal, right? Okay, so you 
under the current system, you're right. right. Correct. And we can criticize Trump. We do criticize Trump on this. Like mm-hmm. I, I said, if you're going to cr- criticize uh, Beto O'Rourke, Francis O'Rourke on this whole gun grab thing, and he's going to buy back your AR-15 that he never ha- owned in the first place, <laughs> then you can't. have to criticize Trump for even mentioning mm-hmm. red flag laws, mm-hmm. even dancing around that slippery slope. And you got to judge him for this um, this destruction and the cease of the you know manufacture and sale of bump stocks mm-hmm. because again you're violating it shall not be infringed and and he's doing that in some cases so do you also think though that Republicans should also be running on or Do- or Donald Trump more pro life stuff because you were talking about Chad you're a pro life voter I think. Now is the time for them to capitalize on the fact that Democrats are running on abortion up to birth. Mm -hmm. And I don't hear very much uh, from the Republicans on that. It's like there's such an opportunity there to latch on to. Hey, guys, we're the people who don't agree that viable babies should be killed in the womb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even just to say that, I think, would go a long way. Well, and it's ludicrous, the logic that's there. Even Pete Buttigieg, uh, our, our, our fake gay. I don't even think he's gay. He's gay. Is he's, he gay? He's gay. He's gay. <laughs> he's you see gay. How, do you see how he goes at that pork chop? <laughs> I mean, it, you need to you send him that? your shirt. My gay for Trump. He'll wear it? Look at that. Give me a, give me a bandage. But you shot think he'll there. wear it? Yeah. Gays for Trump. Yeah, it says it. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'd wear this one. <laughs> I'm just saying you can ask. Gays well, for cut Mayor Pete. off. Cut the sleeves off? Yeah. So he can show a little flesh. <laughs> Maybe tie a knot in yes. the front. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's hot. Do you you don't still have your Dallas Cowboys cheerleader uniform, do you? No, they took that from me. They take it back. Yeah, like you like you, I mean, it's not like the military. You get to keep your uniform. No, mm. they you think took it. Still fit in it. Uh, there might be like a muffin top. Ooh. <laughs> I like well, I'm, I'm curvy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Steve's face. I'm curvy. I'm not. Too he said long. that and immediately went to dirty thought land. Yeah. He went. You started talking, Natalie, and he went. <laughs> i'm not too far from the cheer weight but it no, you, you know cur you know i'm curvy you look good. that's why they take it away from us though so we don't try to yeah. pretend like we can still fit in yeah. it uh also natalie just fyi sitting behind you your ring is like it keeps blinding me oh really yeah. look at that thing you can't hide money you can't hide money <laughs> let's see where is that Plus she lives in south lake texas <laughs> y'all are about to be so rich Oh, when that Texas gun experience opens up, y'all are going to be so I, I am so excited and ready for that to open. Soft opening in October, mid-October. October 14th is what they're saying. Main Street, Grapevine, Texas. You can right. go there, shoot the machine guns, and then go get adjusted in Colleyville. That's right. <laughs> Michelle. Exactly. Yeah. She can bring a bed in Texas gun experience. <laughs> and we'll have a That'd Botox awesome. party. I'm in. Botox, <laughs> adjustment, and guns. So back, back to the Buttigieg thing, the point I was going to make is uh, – you know, he tries to use the Bible, Genesis 2 through 7, to actually talk about how it's not a human life until it takes its first breath and stuff like that. And, I mean, mm. he just got destroyed on that. Mm-hmm. So they're doing anything, any, all, any and all means they can to justify this garbage, which is nonsense. And, yeah, I think I think there needs to be a stronger platform on that. I think that we've gotten to a point where people are just like, okay, Roe v. Wade's not going away. And it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to overturn that. You will always have, uh, you know um, – <clears throat> What's the phrase they always use? Rare, but safe, legal, and rare. Safe, legal, and rare. Yeah, that's what Roe v. Wade was supposed to be. Yeah, we're so far from well, that. I 90, just love to get back to that. Yeah, yeah. now it's ninety-seven percent just convenience. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's that's the issue right there. Is people are getting pregnant, and you know, for some reason or another, just out of the sake of convenience, they're aborting their child. Mm-hmm. 
But like Brett Kavanaugh, everybody thought Brett Kavanaugh is going to get put on the Supreme Court and that's going to be it. And Brett Kavanaugh has really been a pretty moderate judge. He's even cited with Planned Parenthood. Yeah. In one decision. Yeah. I mean, they were screaming about the end of the world that Brett Kavanaugh was going to be killing women in the streets himself. And he still sided with them. Yeah. Do you think RBG is already dead? Yes. I think she's dead. I think the woman's been on ice for three months now. (laughs) I said a month ago she'd been dead for two months. Yeah. Ha, have we seen she has not been no, seen publicly? Nobody's seen her. They, they even put out a report. The, the the mainstream put out a report saying they she had to get a pancreatic yeah. Yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. She needs a chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> RBG, if you're listening, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, come to Colleyville. We see got doc, your girl. See the doc, Doctor Krennic, get back to life, and you probably need to be brought back to life. <laughs> RBG's dead. She's been on ice. And they're saving that. They're saving it. Yeah. I agree. Which I mean, is if she really ain't dead, she's reason, on death's door. Which is a really big reason uh, for people to go out and vote for Trump. Yeah. And not let one of the Democrats get in. But think mm-hmm. about this. 150 federal lifetime judges have been placed by Donald Trump. That's incredible. It's huge. Yeah. I mean, that's monumental. Yeah. It's historical. Mm-hmm. You know. So love him or hate him, like him, dislike him. He's easy to dislike. I get that. Just thank God he doesn't drink alcohol. Uh Because drunk Trump is the worst nightmare (laughs) that could ever be fostered, foist, hoist, whatever the word I'm looking for. What if drunk Trump actually was like a complete 180 and it turned him Like a normal dude. Like he got a haircut. And he slept. (laughs) And he got like an eight hours night's rest. Yeah, like he slept all night and got off the Adderall. (laughs) (laughs) You know that dude's on speed. He, he's got to be. Yeah. He doesn't sleep. He's always he's on Adderall. He's, yeah, he's got to be. got to be taking Adderall. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's, he's not, tweeting. He's not dropping bombs on Iran. And there's many people that thought, oh, yeah, he's just going to. So everybody thought Trump was going to be a warmonger. And he's really done everything Would, he can to avoid it. Including yeah. getting rid of a warmonger. Well, yeah, right. That's, and that's what I don't get. He has no history to show that mm-hmm. he would be any kind of warmonger. He's always been against war. Yeah. So it's weird that they would all of a sudden. Trump say that. just wants to have a good party. He wants to, he wants the money to be there. He yeah. wants models to hang around, and you know Kinda he like wants America to be behind yeah, the VIP rope. Who can blame him? Yeah, he wants them to be behind the the velvet rope, man. Mm-hmm. That's where we want to live. People can afford to come to my shows. Can that ain't new, a necessity? The new studio. We need to get a red velvet rope. All right. Steve, if we put all the crap in that new studio that you keep <laughs> suggesting, it would look like my mother's house. Mom, are you watching? We need all your stuff from your house. <laughs> Mom's a stage two hoarder. Yeah. <laughs> she is really a whore. Sure. She's a whore, <gasps> sir. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, you in trouble. Or, or, or. I ain't in trouble. You said it. You don't get smacked. Steve said it. Steve, Steve you in house. trouble. Both of them. I love you, Prather Mom. Grounded. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Steve, shut up for now. So, so the media is trying to get you to focus on Kavanaugh's mm-hmm. piece. It's taking your eyes off of all of these other issues that are going on. What do right? you think it's taking your well, eyes off? I go back to a couple of things. One, it's it's we don't want to focus on certain things that are going on that like for instance, there's going to be nothing positive that we talk about that Trump has done. Okay, we've mm-hmm. talked about several things here. The economy's good. He's done a ton of stuff for minorities. Um, he's not getting us into some unnecessary war. Mm-hmm. He's pulled back. He's trying to get us out of certain places. 
smart, unwise, whatever. It depends on how you look. But we don't need to be in these permanent wars. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, these we're, we're 19 years now of, of war with, you know, in the Middle East. So I go back to what Sarah said a minute ago. You haven't heard anything from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in literally weeks. She just had that recent congressional thing where she jumped on Homan and, and, you know, Tom Homan, former ICE director, who's a good dude. He and I were together a couple of weeks ago, and he said, this Because <laughs> <laughs> I told him, I said in the last hearing, I said, man, thank you for jumping her ass. And he goes, that moron. You know, so I, and she is a moron. I mean, she's empty-headed. But he had to do that again. But I haven't seen her. I haven't seen her. Ilan Omar, now the evidence has come back because she has the deleted tweet from back in, what, 2013, where she's wishing a happy Father's Day to her father who has a different surname. And they always take the surname of their father, which is a whole different thing of the way – you know, they, they're doing that. And she, I mean, it's more evidence that she married her brother. You need to go back and watch yesterday or the other day, uh, Glenn Beck got his chalkboard out and wrote a whole diagram of while uh, yeah. Elon Omar violated her immigration and came over here and became a citizen under a false pretense because she was married to her brother. She manipulated the system. Glenn Beck knows. He does. And what he don't know, he'll draw on that chalkboard and make you believe it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Coming for you, Beck. So anyway, uh, you know, you've had all of this stuff that's going on. It's been a nightmare, and but they don't want you to focus on any of that stuff. They definitely don't want you to focus on, you know, the fact that Beto O'Rourke is trending at 3% mm. in this polling thing. But they keep putting him out there, putting him out there. Putting, now he's it's everything he says is news. Why? It used to be everything Ocasio-Cortez said was news. Why? She, she serves a, a constituency of, what, 1,000 people? If that, Sarah Gonzalez, thank you for being in the final episode here in I gotta the old dip Studio out. 22. Thank Hi, you. Baby. Thank you for having me. I got to go do a, I got to go do a Facebook live with Glenn. You got to do yes. it. I'm going to, I got to go tell Glenn all this stuff. That do you're not about say him. a word <laughs> to Glenn Beck about anything right that's come out of my Sarah mouth. Sarah Gonzalez, unfiltered on YouTube. Go look it up. Subscribe. Bye. I like, I always <laughs> like to say stuff just to see if Glenn's watching my show. You just got becked. Yeah. <laughs> Beck you! <laughs> So now that the Mexican's gone, let's talk for real. <laughs> She's Mexican? Did you see? I want to finish on this this topic right here. And this is something near and dear to me. So did you see where the Saturday Night Live I did. comedian was fired because of some old tweets that were racist? It was homophobic? a video. It was a, a podcast he did. Yeah, the podcast. Yes, That's what it was. and I watched, I watched it. And apparently he liked making jokes about Asians. Mm-hmm. And is it acceptable? No, but he's talking about eating in Chinatown, and yeah. he, you know, it was hard to understand the waiter, and and he <laughs> talked about the food was really bad, mm-hmm. and then I, he, you know, said a few slurs. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if anybody's ever gone back and watched Eddie Murphy raw. Right. I mean, Eddie Murphy's got a new it's, special coming out. Have you ever watched, I mean, go back and listen to Eddie Murphy Raw. You kids, you millennials, you easily offended thin-skinned pieces of crap. Go mm-hmm. back and listen to Eddie Murphy's Raw. Come on, college student. You're I don't tough. think they're watching the podcast. It. You intellectually <laughs> superior woke person. Go back and watch Eddie Murphy's Raw and get back to me. Because let me tell you something. The nature of comedy is mm-hmm. offensive. You hold a mirror up to the stereotypes of human nature and you say, these are the dark places you don't want to explore. Let's take a look at ourselves. Let's make fun of ourselves. Let's make fun of it. It used to be you can make fun of each other. These days you can't do that. Mm-hmm. So now we've gotten so aware of each other's skin color and facial, you know, 
distinctions and, and, you know, our sexual orientations and our persuasions and all these things that you can't make jokes about anymore. Well, it's just I, absolutely ludicrous. I, I looked for a long time yesterday after I saw that um, everybody who was offended, you know, Lauren, they, they are, um, fired him from there. But I was looking for just one Asian who was really all up in arms about it. They don't care. <laughs> they're making money. They're too busy <laughs> they're working. They're too busy working. And they're like, whatever. I mean, they The most just... successful people group in America. Correct. Asians. Correct. I just don't. They, they're, again, they, I just, I, I looked for it, you know, because if, if they're, if, as, a, as a group, you're offended, you know, you want to be sensitive. N- not, not a one. Well, you know, when I'm on stage, I do the whole bit about being a white guy from Georgia and growing up redneck and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And these days you can't even use the word redneck because people automatically say, well, that's racist. No, come on. What? No. Well, I grew up in a trailer, so I can say it. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I mean, I talk about hearing my parents have sex through the walls because the trailer (laughs) was so thin. But it was a double wide. Why go across the street? You can go across the hall, man. And, you know, (laughs) my family tree is a brush pile. No, I think I could win the white trash war. Like who my friend and I used to play that all that we come People in. have a hard time yeah. believing when they see your bling and your big oh, house man. in South Lake and your I did. Your amazingly handsome helicopter pilot. Yeah, he didn't grow up. Uh, he's, no, he's a he's a yeah. He Yeah. Like people have a hard time believing that you're really white trash. Really? I am You keep telling them. I am. Grew up in a trailer. <laughs> yeah, we know. I did. I had to you know in a trailer when you go down the hallway to the smaller bedroom. There's a washer and dryer right there, and it had been leaking onto the floor, so that floor part of the trailer had rotted. And so in order for me to get to my bedroom, I had to get a running start and jump over jump it so over I wouldn't fall through thing. the floor. That's not a lie. You thought that was normal? I mean, I kind of felt like I knew it wasn't. Like, like our drill team, yeah. they surprised everybody with home of a golden girl, but they didn't put one in front of my trailer. So like, uh, We if- couldn't find your house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I laugh about that, but it just, you know, they didn't find my house. So if you were in the small bedroom, where did y'all cook the meth? <laughs> oh, gosh. The RV out back. Yeah. Oh. There was a meth, because we live in a lot of places, actually, because, you know, you, yeah. you know, you just have, you move a lot in that kind of life. But um, we did one time live next to a meth house and it exploded. <laughs> I told you the story about my late grandparents. Their neighbor won the Georgia lottery. He won. T- he came home with twelve million dollars. Mm-hmm. His business plan was he moved two our, uh, he moved two single wides behind his house and started meth labs. That was his business plan oh. to invest his money. So he wound up going to prison. Ugh. Yeah, hate when that happens. Yeah, I'm a multimillionaire and then you know cooking meth becomes. You your- got it. But you, so what you're saying that whenever you become rich, people don't all of a sudden just become really good financial stewards. <laughs> It's amazing, right? <laughs> like, they're, was they're, it Hollywood Henderson or who who won the the lottery twice? Hollywood, remember somebody here in Texas won the yeah. the lottery twice. I don't remember the name. And, I remember that it happened. And and, and well, this guy blew it. A week after this guy won his millions, they the news local news crew caught him coming out of a Seven Eleven. He'd been buying lottery tickets, and they were like, "You just won twelve million. He goes, "Well, you never know." <laughs> <laughs> I spent another million on lottery tickets. Yeah. I mean, you never know. So anyway, you got about as much chance of that happening as uh, Brett Kavanaugh's penis winding up in your hand at a party. It's just. I will, I will say this also. Conversely, I, I have a, a friend who is a billionaire. Mm-hmm. I do know a billionaire. Oh, now you just. Bragging. I refer to. Uh, I say, Mister. I won't say his name, but I do remember we were 
headed on a trip and his assistant came out. Awesome lady, been with him for 30 years. She's just cussing his name. That, that cheap ass mother. I mean, we're like, yeah. what happened? And she had gone into the convenience store while we were getting gas and he wouldn't buy her beef jerky because she didn't bring her purse in. She's like, hey, I just want, he's like, that's, that beef jerky is $10. That's stupid. I'm not doing it. And that is how you save your money. I was going to say, that's why he's got <laughs> that's money. That's why he's a billionaire. Probably owns so. an NBA basketball team. Some people that's why I don't, I don't have. I know, right? <laughs> I buy stuff for everybody. <laughs> Y'all want to go to dinner tonight? I'm buying drinks and dinner, apparently. Yeah. And I love you for it. I know. The other night I spent a thousand bucks. Did you? Yeah, on the Studio there. 22 crew. We went to dinner and then we somehow wound it up in an adult toy store. I don't know. Mark? What was going on. <laughs> I was not a part of this event. <laughs> yes, he, you were. He went to dinner. I he left at dinner. dinner. <laughs> and somehow we wound up with furry handcuffs. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to dinner, so I took my family down south and Mm -hmm. ate dinner. Well, you know what? I would have spent $1,200. Family Mm -hmm. first? Yeah. Anyway. It's been a fun little ride in this room. It's been great, Mark. It's been fun hashing it out. Some of you we've pissed off. Some of you we've made happy. We just have a silly, silly time in here because it's party time, Mom, and we're moving the party to the next studio. We're going over there. We've been in this thing. It's warm in here today. It almost reminds me of back good. the first six yeah, months in here when we had no AC. It's just got a pinch of the old the old Studio 22 yeah, it was when warm, it was about 90 Steve, degrees. I'm going to need yeah. you to hit that thermostat over yeah, we there. Had a, I think we might have had a cool front come in last night. Dropped down to the 95 or 96 overnight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I bought a new jacket in Texas. <laughs> I'm a jacket whore. I love coats. I love jackets, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's sport coats or whatever, and, and I never get to wear them. It's coming. Yeah. Well, and if that new studio, if it's cold, it's always cold. Yeah, and here I've worn your jacket. Mm-hmm. It's cold Thank God. sometimes. Thank you, Glenn Beck, for air conditioning. Thank you for paying the bills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're signing off. We'll see you next time in a whole new place, whole new digs. Cause we're moving on up Mm-mm. to the east side. Deluxe. The deluxe apartment in the, in the sky. sky. Moving on up to the side. I'm a, you know Finally what? got I'm a, a piece of... Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Yeah. Hold up. Hey, yeah. Wait. John Jefferson. Where's that? Where's that? That's a modern Jefferson right there. <laughs> Sagging in them pants walking in. He's What you talking about, honky? <laughs> You're welcome. Remember, gays, vote for Trump. <laughs> if I ever get a job on SNL, I hope I have been faithful enough you are so fired. to get fired. You are so fired. That I could care less about the thought police. <laughs> Party time, Mom! I love you. God bless. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.